The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Well, it's a whole lot of things going on in this NFL free agency, and we haven't even really reached the day, the deadline for free agency. Tomorrow is the beginning of free agency at 4 p.m. But, Coach, there's so much talk. The NFL is at to send out a memo saying, hey, you guys cannot negotiate before 4 o'clock tomorrow. What's going on, Coach? Oh, Darrell, there's a lot of things, like you said, uh, shaking about because – a lot of people, This is what some analysts are saying, this is the biggest free agency group to come out in years and years. Some people that can still play the game at a high level. I would agree with you. This is probably the biggest free agencies since we've seen when Reggie White came out, um, came from um, – Came to Green Bay from um, from Philadelphia, and but at the same time, it's some it's some guys getting some talk for free agency that that really don't need to be even talked about as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Look like um, the Philadelphia Eagles re-signed uh, Mark Sanchez for, to a two-year contract, nine million dollars. That's that's ridiculous, you know. And he he is the leading candidate at quarterback in free agency. That lets us know that it's not a lot of guys out there. That are that are top free agents at that position. Um, the guy Ryan Mallett has already signed a two-year deal with the Houston Texans, and Brian Hoyer, who played with the Cleveland Browns last year, started most of the games for them, is has signed a contract with the Houston um, with Houston. So we see two of the top uh, free agencies at that position going to Houston, and you know, and Houston just made it clear that they're not going to re-sign Andre Johnson. Wow. Coach, and, and the thing, it, it, it's like with the Eagles. You're talking about Mark Sanchez. You know, they gave up their best premier running back, now, the trade to Houston, I mean, to uh, Buffalo. And uh, so there's a lot of shaking and charging around. Uh, Josh, you were talking about Mark Sanchez. Josh McCone signs a three year, $14 million deal with Cleveland. And he was. One in ten as a starter last year. I don't wow. get it, and I, I don't get that either. And when you look at they signed, they signed Josh McCowan three years, fourteen million dollars, and let go of um, Brian Brian Hoyer. And I just can't look at these two guys and say that McCowan is a better quarterback than Hoyer. Oh, I don't either, Coach. And 
and he and he and Brian won a bunch of games for him. Won a bunch of games for him the last two years. And when you look at it, what where what are the, what are their fans got to be saying when he they release Hoyer? And Sam McCowan, or they're saying, "Hey, Johnny Football, man, when he gets out of rehab, he's going to come here and save our save our team." I don't think so. I don't think so either. So you know, you you wonder where where are they going with uh, with Josh McCowan? I just don't see him as being a nothing close to an elite quarterback in this league. And then you see a kid like Jake Locker, who, when he's healthy, has really won some ball games, but. Doesn't look like anybody's real interested. And well, and you got to know that he's probably going to sign with somebody before before it's all over. But when you look at a player like Christian Ponder, you know he's been with the, he's been with the Vikings throughout his entire career, but he has never really been a productive quarterback uh, in this league. And and I, I just don't see him uh, being one of these guys that's going to co- go and help a team. You know, maybe he can go and be a backup quarterback. You know, um, I I just don't see it happening. Yeah, he's going to be like uh, Matt Moore's on that list, and he's a uh, he's a good ball manager, but he's not one of those guys that's going to take you to the next level. No, he's definitely not. He he can only you can only hope that he'd be able to come in to a game and not lose it. Or come into a, a a situation where he can maybe keep you in, keep you keep you in contentions, but he's definitely not a, a player that's gonna um, that's gonna take you places, you know. And and um, it's it's just not a lot of guys out there coaching. We look at Michael Vick; he's on this list. He's he's in the top ten quarterbacks. He is not going to, um, you know, he's he's not going to take you a lot of places. But he is a player that probably could could continue to do exactly what Pond is going to do. And you might be might even be better off with Michael Vick than you are with um with Christian Ponder. He's still, even at his age, a heck of an athlete. <laughs> yeah, but you know that's one of the things that that's not good for Michael Vick too, is because he has lost some of his athleticism, and mostly his he's lost some speed. And him losing speed is like um it's like a a fastball pitcher pitcher losing velocity and speed on his fastball. You start being able to hit him, and Michael Vick has been being he's gotten hit way too often in the last three years. You know, it's almost time for him to retire. And you gotta understand that you know Michael Vick filed for bankruptcy some years back, and he probably has to work. You know. Yeah, I think he's I think he's out there for the paycheck and to try to get well again. And I, I hope that the guy has started putting some up so that he can retire. All right, well, let's hope, let's hope he has. But, you know, um, Coach, at the running back position in free agency, you know, we, we talked about LaShawn uh, McCoy, and he's, he's already gone. And he, he was actually traded um, from Philadelphia to, um, to the Buffalo Bills in, in a situation that he was not very happy about. But DeMarco Murray. Um, you know, he's he's made it clear that a lot of people are announcing what they're doing and where they're going. He's not going to make his decision until tomorrow at 4 o'clock. So tomorrow at 4 o'clock, after 4, we'll know where DeMarco Murray's going to go. And a lot of people have him going to the Colts. You know, um, Colts have a bright future at quarterback, uh, but their running back position stinks, and let's just <laughs> let it be known. And how do you, you know, feel about it, really, Kurt? Their running back position stinks. Let's just let it be known. 
But now, yeah. you know, what, so what do you do with a kid like C.J. Spiller? When he's healthy, he was a pretty good running back at Buffalo. So will somebody take a chance on him? I think so. Yeah, somebody will definitely take a chance on C.J. Spiller. But we could say the same thing about Ryan Matthews, you know, from the San Diego Chargers. Ryan Matthews is a, is a, is a very productive running back when he's healthy. However, health has been an issue for him um, throughout his career. And the same thing with C.J. Spiller. You know, and and, and, and C.J. Spiller, he's an undersized running back. Right, right. Well, Coach, you know, the fourth guy on that list is Mark Ingram, and it looks like he's going to re-sign with New Orleans for four years and $16 million because this was kind of like his breakout year. He finally kind of understood what the Saints wanted him to do, the role they wanted him to play, and they – and I think that's why they let go of Pierre Thomas, who had been a a, a big, big time help to him for years. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, um, I just I'm just not sold on on Ingram's um, durability. He's had some some health issues. Um, you know, you would have thought that his career would have been a lot better off in the NFL than it is. You know, he came into the NFL uh, after winning the Heisman Trophy. Uh, his dad was an NFL player. A lot of people thought he'd be um, be a, 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 the next Emmitt Smith, per se. But we haven't seen that um, kind of flash from him. And you just wonder, um, is he, is, is he going to be able to take that next level of running back? I just don't see it happening. I'm, I'm just not sold on him either. Well, uh Ingram kind of proved a little bit better this year. Uh, the most yards, the most receptions, the most TDs he's had in his career were this year. Uh, you know, I, you know, I think the New Orleans Saints have the best window in there. And if they're willing to spend that kind of money on him, uh, I think, uh, they must know something. The guy right under him is the one I don't understand. This, uh, Justin, uh, Percet, you know, he did a great job kind of covering the Adrian Peterson debacle. And uh, I, I really thought the Vikings were going to make a, a run at him, if nothing else, just to try to keep him in the in the house. Justin Forsett, he was with the um, who was Baltimore. And he's a kid that saved us from that Ray Rice debacle. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, the Ray Rice debacle. It had a had an awesome season last year, and and I thought I thought sure that he would have resigned with, with that team, especially after them not having anybody. Anybody, you know, um, he he's been a staple. He was a staple for that team, and I really thought that they would have brought him back too, Coach. Um, but you know, uh, Frank Gore is not going to be with the San Francisco Forty ers and um, this is going to be one of those situations where it's almost going to be like watching O.J. Simpson play for another team or watching one of your favorite players of all time. If, if a kid started watching a game when he was around 12 years old and he's now um, 19, 20 years old, he, it's going to be unbelievable for him to watch Frank Gore play for another team. And it's oh, going to be hard. I agree. And, Coach, then the next two running backs on that list, or kids that have uh, done really well for the Patriots over the years. They've never had huge numbers because they do such by everything by committee. But uh, 
I don't know if Belichick's going to try to resign either one of them. I don't think he is. No, I don't. I don't think Buff, um, Belichick is going to sign either one of them. You know, and, and when you look at, um, you know, Reggie Bush is on this list, Coach, and, and he's he's had durability issues for a while. Is he going to be able to 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 come back and be productive for somebody? Without a doubt, Reggie Bush still has a couple of years to play, and he's one of these guys we could almost call him a third down specialist. You know, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He can run between the tackles. He can run outside. I think he's. I think he really has maybe two or three more years in the league. I hope he does because I think Reggie's finally got it right. Uh, I think he's done a great job. I think he he made it happen for uh, Detroit a couple of times his last two years. Yeah, yeah. Now, the 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 X factor for me on this list is Darren McFadden. Yeah. Because Darren McFadden, to me, has been a, a, a really good athlete on a horrible team. Yeah. I mean, a, a team that, that no one wants to play for. That's how bad that team is. You know, yeah. and I really think that if he could get with maybe a maybe an Arizona Cardinals or um, – I don't know. Maybe maybe a Seattle Seahawks, um, but even a, even a, a, a Indianapolis Colts. I really think he can make a difference on a team, especially a team that has a a, a good quarterback. Yeah, well, he's not somebody that's going to carry your team, but he's a kid that definitely will play a role that would make a difference. And I, I, I and I really think that McFadden can carry a team. Because he's because now a team doesn't. I mean, when I say carry a team, I mean he can carry the load at running back. He literally had to carry the Oakland Raiders because they had nothing else for years. It was McFadden right, McFadden left, McFadden up the middle, and you know we we knew that. But I really think if he got with a team that has a quarterback that can that can do some play action with him and and put the ball downfield, take some of that pressure off of him, I think it'll really make a difference. And I think I think McFadden is probably going to be the sleeper in this in this running back um, group of free agencies. DeMarco Murray, without a doubt, he is the cream of the crop. But I really think McFadden, um, because of his age, he's not a very uh, very old player. I think he, um, and when I say old, um, you know, this kid was born in 19, he's 27 years old. He's not even 30 years old. And I, I really think he is really in his prime. So you know, I, I mentioned is Chris Johnson. What's going to happen with him? Uh, hey, you know, <laughs> Chris Johnson got shot in Orlando a couple yeah. days ago, so I assume he's trying to get his get himself healthy. And, uh, and, and hey, he, he's, he, he's, um, He's he a, he's a, in the tank. I don't know. I, I'm I'm not sure, Coach. You know, here's a guy who's 29 years old, and uh, it hasn't been an issue of durability with Chris to me. To me, it, it's been an issue of um, almost the same thing with Michael Vick. When you take a little bit of their speed away, you take a lot of their game away. And I think he's lost a lot of his game because he's lost a little bit of speed. And and you and I both know that that was the key component of his game was speed. Yeah, when he broke in the open, it was done. 
Yeah, it, it 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 was no question. But you know, and and you know, let's really um, let's really pray for this man, uh, Chris Johnson, too. He's really going through some things in Orlando, Florida. Um, um, just last week, him and three people were in a car together at a red light. Uh, a shooting was involved. Um, one, of the, one of the people was the driver was killed. Um, one of Chris Johnson's friends. Um, so, and this is not the first um, incident involving a gun with him. Um, in in Orlando, uh, he was stopped and a, a gun was seen. Uh, he was uh, arrested for, um, I guess, improperly having a handgun in the state of Florida. But he was released on a two hundred fifty dollar uh, bond right away. That was, I think, two years ago. But this is a much more serious thing when someone dies because of um, because of guns. And um, eh, it's 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 hard to understand sometimes how guys. I don't know. You got it. You want to go and hang out with your old friends. It's it's yeah. sad to say. Yeah, but you, you, you know, sometimes you got to get let them go. I know. I know. I know, but, but, you know, think, the biggest group, you know, I guess uh, on the next uh, segment, we'll talk about the next biggest group, which is uh, the group that I see with the most players in it that can still play the game, and that's wide receivers. We've got just a ton of wide receivers that have made a name for themselves over the years. So it's interesting to see what happens with that. Yeah. Yeah, and and it, it is going to be interesting to see what happened with that because you know, uh, hey, Des Bryant, he's already off the board. Randall Cobb, he's already off the board. Um, Demarius Thomas, he's already off the board. Jeremy Macklin, he's already oh, going to Kansas City, and all yeah. those other guys signed with their with their team. Um, Demarius Thomas, he got a franchise tag from the. Um, from the from the Denver Broncos and Des Bryant also received a franchise tag from the um, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, so hey, it's it's going to be interesting to see um to, to see what happens. It, it really is, you know. And then Torrey Smith from um, the Baltimore Ravens. He's he's made it clear that he's definitely not going back to Baltimore. So well, I guess he's really upset about about this them cutting him or, or releasing him. And uh, maybe he feels like um, they owed him something. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see it. <laughs> but that that is that's going to be interesting to to see how see how that works out. You know, and and where where does Percy Harvin come back and play? You know, this 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 is a very interesting young man. You know, I mean, Percy Harvin is he he's literally played for three teams already. In the Minnesota Vikings, the Seattle Seahawks, New York Jets, yeah. and now he's a free agent already again. You know, well, hey guys, we'll talk about Percy Harvin and his future in the NFL and a whole lot more about the NFL free agency when we come back right here on Sports Info UM. We'll be right back. flagship station for sports voice america sports 
Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Coach, we were just talking about these wide receivers that, have, that are free agencies and available tomorrow. And a lot of these guys will probably be signed by by tomorrow or right after 4 o'clock tomorrow. And Andre Johnson, former University of Miami All-American, perennial pro bowler with the Houston Texans. Um, He's he's been in the league for a while now, and he's up there in age. He's um, he's 33 years old. Coach, he's still got the game. He still can play. And he still can play. And and here's a guy that is not he doesn't run the four three forty like he used to when he came into the league. However, speed has been a part of his game, but not the only part of his game. His the, one of the biggest parts of his game to me is he he's almost like a basketball player player playing wide receiver. He gets in such good position um, to catch the ball. You know he's always he's between the defender and the quarterback. And and it's and it's always easier for him to to go up and catch passes, you know. And this is a guy that's that's six three, two hundred and thirty pounds, you know. When he when he when he works on position down low, like a like a, a forward, that's that's how he plays wide receiver. And uh, I really think Andre's going to be going somewhere. Um, and and what what's really cool now is that he has an opportunity to go somewhere and probably take less money, and. And go, go to a contender. Yeah, and go to a contender. You know, um, Baltimore Ravens, they've lost a lot this year at wide receiver. Um, I could see the Ravens taking Andre. But maybe the Cowboys um, taking Andre. You know, they had some really good wide receivers last year. Maybe maybe not the Cowboys. But um, Teddy Bridgewater, he's he's from Miami, Florida. Andre's from Miami, Florida. Maybe he could help Teddy out in, um, in Minnesota. Minnesota. And the thing about it is, Coach, you were talking about it earlier. These people that we've always assumed, you know, I've always seen Andre Johnson. I've always thought of Andre Johnson as being the weapon for the Houston 
you know, but uh, he's not going to be with them. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right, Coach. So, hey, it's 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 really interesting to see um to see how this whole thing unfolds. Well, you know, there's a lot of names on there. You know, uh, uh, Miami's letting uh, uh, the hardline kid go, and so I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they're going to keep Mike Wallace. Uh, there's talk that they won't. So they're going to need some receivers. Maybe, like you said, maybe he would work for him to go uh, someplace like that. And, and and it might might be a good idea for him to um, go to Miami, you know. And I'm not totally against him going to Miami. And like I, I've said it before on our show, I'm 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 a fan of um of the quarterback down in Miami right now. Yeah, and I think that if he had some people like an old pro that knows the game well like Andre Johnson, that would make his stock even rise higher. I agree, Coach. But what, what, what's the deal with Ted Ginn and the Carolina Panthers? What, they just have to sign him every two years or something? <laughs> Coach, I, I guess they think he's the only guy that can run back to camp. Man, I mean, and, 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 and nothing against Ted Ginn. You know, uh, he, he, he is a, he's, he's a third receiver. Um, you know, he's still not even 30 years old. And... and He's a definite kickoff return threat. So I guess, you know, he's almost like a long snap in the league. If, if some guys can return punts and return kickoffs and they stay around for a long time, this guy seems to be one of those kind of guys. Hey, Coach, we were talking about it off the air. You know, one of those guys that can return a kick and make a difference on your team if you could stay healthy is uh, Percy Harvin. Now, he must undoubtedly have some issues in the locker rooms or he wouldn't have been with three different clubs in the short period he's been in the NFL. Yeah, and you know, you know, there are some stories about Percy Harvin that um, he's not a very friendly person in the locker room. He's not a very good teammate on the field. Um, you know, when you start hearing guys complain about he's not getting the ball enough, that's that's never good. That's that's high school stuff, and um, I just think that, that yeah. Teams don't, people don't want he's that. Play. He's a player. He is a player. He, he is a player. You know, um, but where is he going to play? That's the know. question. You know, he, this is a guy that we might see in San Francisco. You know, because San Francisco, they're losing Michael Crabtree. They're losing Stevie Johnson. Both of those were receivers that, that, um, that played for them last year. Well. Uh, I know this, that uh, they definitely need to uh, shore that up if they want to be a, a contender still. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, there's lots of guys like this, like Kenny Britt, Eddie Royal, Cecil Short. All those guys, uh, I think, can still play at a pretty good level. Well, Maybe I think not they can. But, uh, you know. And, and I think we'll see them on rosters. Even Akeem um, Nix, I, I think we'll see him on a, was, a ros, roster. Nate Washington. Now, um, I'm sad to say that I really think that we've seen the last of Reggie Wayne. And, um, you know, I guess when I saw him play last year, um, it was obvious that he was not close to the Reggie Wayne that we're used to seeing. And uh, I think it's really just time that, you know, Reggie probably yeah. – Probably hangs it up, and, and hey, he's had he, he's had a formidable career. 
Oh, coach, he's a he's a uh, maybe not a first rounder, but he's a he's a Hall of Famer. I th- I think Reggie Wayne is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that. And um, hey, he, he's he's been around a long time. He's thirty six years old, playing wide receiver in the NFL. Those two just don't go together. Thirty six yeah. and wide receiver. No. You just don't find too many guys playing wide receiver. We all saw the greatest wide receiver ever play the game with Jerry Rice. And when the time, when old man time gets on your back, it just, you can't play that position. Yeah. yeah. He's he's never lost a battle for all the time. No, he's, he's never lost. He's not Hall of Fame, but he's he's kept the people out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's he's kept a couple of guys out of the Hall of Fame, man, because he's just, you know, he he never loses. You know, um, at the tight end position, coach, um, it's it's really interesting. This kid, uh, Julius Thomas, who played with um with um, 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 um Broncos, Denver Broncos last year, he just came out of nowhere. One of these basketball players who plays tight end. It's he's a very big guy, very productive guy, but very you know there's great. there's there's some stories out there that he doesn't block well, you know, and um, I think that 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 may hurt him with the money, but I don't think it's going to hurt him very much. I I still think he's going to be the top tight end um, that's going to be taken in this free agency. Now, uh, and, and then the next guy I've heard. About the same, except that he does, he will block this Jordan Cameron. Mm-hmm. That uh, he's not as great a receiver as like a Thomas uh, or uh, a, Gri- uh, a Graham, but he's definitely uh, will will get, mix it up inside, and that really makes it huge for you, Coach. If you've got a tight end that not only you can depend on catching the ball, but also give you the edge every once in a while with blocking. Then that that really can help your team. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And this this guy Jermaine Grisham, um, he's he's been with Cincinnati for a while, and I, and I'm telling you, this is a big loss if they can't retain him. I mean, he's been around for a while, but uh, this is a kid who's 26 years old out of Oklahoma. He's a big tight end, six five, two sixty. I'm I'm really surprised that they're not making an effort to keep him. And 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 maybe they maybe they will be able to uh, to retain him, retain Hill. his services. Coach, well, yeah. you, you're Tannehill, the boy Tannehill's gotten so he's really comfortable with this Charles Clay, and I don't know if they're going to keep him or not. Well, Charles Clay, they they, they gave him that transition tag, uh, so I think he's going to be he's he's going to be with the Dolphins, and uh, you know, and and what's so unique about Charles Clay? He plays fullback, he plays slot tight end. He does a lot of things for the Dolphins. Yeah, and I, they definitely needed to keep him. And and, and and the Paul kid re-signed. Niles Paul. Uh-huh. Yeah, he well, with, three years, six million. With the Washington Redskins. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and, and there's some players out there that's, that's still available at tight end. Um, you know, Owen Daniels, he's, he's been around for a while. Uh, he's been with the Texans. Uh, last year he played with the uh, with the Ravens. So um, I'm sure he's going to sign somewhere um, this year as well. Yeah. Yep. So, and, you know, and, and with these offensive linemen, Coach, uh, oh, man, they don't. The first five 
Oh, uh, offensive tackles all gotten resigned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't they don't hang around long, you know. And and trust me, tomorrow that's probably going to be one of the biggest signings is uh, offensive line. You know, everybody oh, yeah. need them. Everybody needs. Them. You know, and 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 trust me, Jacksonville Jaguars they probably need a couple of these guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 Jeremy. Paul kid, uh, Purnell kid, uh, they gave him five years, 50, $32 million, Jackson. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a, an old familiar face is Eric Winston, former University of Miami uh, offensive tackle. Came to University of Miami as a tight end, but he worked, he ate his way into being a tackle, and I don't think he mind either. But uh, Eric is, you know, 6'7", 302. He's 31 years old. He's been, he was with the Bengals last year. I'm sure that somebody's going to sign this guy um, tomorrow or within the next week. He'll he'll be in some NFL camp. Yeah, and, and I agree with you, Coach. You know, these guys, once they learn their trade, uh, and they can play a little bit longer. Yeah. They can play a little bit longer. They can play to the 31, 32, 33 at a pretty high level. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, you know, um, at at the guard position, the guard center position, now, Orlando Franklin, he's been with the um, Denver Broncos for a while, Um, still a young man, but he has been able to play tackle and guard. He's 27 years old, 6'7", 320. You know, wow. And the Chargers signed him to a five-year, $36 million contract, and they're going to give him $20 million guaranteed. Woo. I just can't see Peyton Manning coming back without this guy in front of him. You know, yeah. I mean, come on. You know, that's like one of those guys, you, you, you know that spot is okay. You know, yeah. And Orlando Franklin, it was, it was a, a, a prize for them, and I'm, I'm really surprised they didn't, they didn't keep- do a better job of, um, of making an effort to keep him. Because here's a guy that, like I said, with no problem, he moved from tackle to guard. Right. Yeah. So, but hey, hey it's, it's it's all about the money, you know. Oh, I agree. I agree. And coach, when you look at the defensive side of the ball, uh, it's you know, uh, if you start off at the very top of the defensive ends or the edge players, this uh, Justin Houston, their franchise tagging him, but he's unhappy as heck about it. <laughs> well, you gotta be unhappy. You gotta be unhappy, coach, because he didn't have an opportunity to test test the open market. And if he had had an opportunity to test the open market, you know, he who knows what he would have gotten. He he'd be looking at at least a five million, five year, forty five million dollar um, contract because that's that's what Jerry Hughes got um, for the um, the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Yeah. And coach, yeah. you know. But it is you. If you're one of those kind of players, you know, look like uh, Sue is a tackle, but still, not look like he's going to make a killing. He's, he may be the highest paid defensive player in this year's free draft. Oh yeah, and, and and to be honest with you, I, I think he's worth it. I, I really do. I think he's the best player in this this year's NFL free agency. Um, without a doubt. I think this is the closest thing that we 
are going to see to Reggie White. And Reggie White probably was the best defensive lineman I've ever seen. Yeah. And, you know, uh, uh, you know, New York was smart. They franchise tagged uh, Jason, Pierre, Paul. And uh, that was a real smart move on their part because he's he can still play at a high level. Yeah, you know, and the only thing is the the, uh, the franchise tag is it gives them an opportunity to negotiate with him throughout the season, and hopefully they'll have something in place before the season is over. You know, but this is an interesting uh, person is Greg Hardy. You know, the guy with the Carolina Panthers that was suspended oh pretty much the entire season last year for for. Uh, an alleged assault with, on his girlfriend where I think the charges were dropped. But he comes with a lot of baggage. But this guy can really play. And I'm oh, telling yeah. you. So, I, I, you know, if somebody's going to pick him, pick him up, it's without a question. Yeah. And even though they don't know exactly what the league is going to do to him, but I think the league is trying to be kind of careful because of the uh, uh, Ray Rice episode. Uh, they're kind of a little scared about uh, – changing up things they didn't originally do right. And, uh, it'll be interesting to see who Greg uh, goes to. Yeah, it, 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 it is going to be um, interesting to see where Greg Hardy goes to. But this kid, Brian Arakpo, um, you know, he's, he's been with the um, Redskins uh, his entire career. And uh, it's just, it's interesting to see where he's going to go. Guys land. Well, you know, uh, you know, McAfee is right under him on the list, and uh, he got guaranteed five years, forty million at Chicago. And I didn't think Chicago was that good last year. I uh, well, <laughs> and, and you got to say that Arakpo's got to be looking at something close to that. Yeah, yeah, you would think he's in that ballpark. Yeah, at least something close to that. Yeah. Yep. And and you know, coach, we we talk about um, we talk about the Diamond Kinsu agrees to a six year, one hundred and fourteen million dollar contract. And I guess it's not really final until tomorrow. Tomorrow at four o'clock, we'll know the uh, the real numbers. But I'm sure it's going to be what we're looking at right here: uh, six yeah. years, um, one hundred and fourteen million dollars. What's the guarantee on that, coach? Well, um, he has sixty million guaranteed, nineteen million per year. Oh my 60 god! Sixty million that's guaranteed. That's amazing, isn't it? Hey, that is amazing, Coach. That is, that is amazing. And I'm, I'm I'm really happy for this guy, you know, because this this lets you know that uh, we'll see one of those A Rod contracts in football someday. Ten million two hundred and fifty million dollars, baby. You know the Texas Rangers paid Avar a quarter of a billion dollars. Guys, we'll be right back with more sports info. Um, on the Voice America Radio, right after these messages. flagship station for sports voice america sports check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave 
Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, Coach, you know, uh, Ndamukong Sue, he is definitely the best player in this year's free agency. However, the guy that played beside him most of his career at Detroit, um, Nick Fairley, has had an up-and-down career, whether it was um, situations he had to deal with off the field, um, whether it was situations he had to deal with with substance abuse, or whether it was injuries he had to deal with on the field. He, he When he was on the field, he was a very productive and dominant player. However, injuries and, and suspensions have kept him off the field, and we really don't know uh, how well, how how good a player he is, you know. One, he, he might be one of those guys that we've seen it happen before. They have um, have substance abuse issues, and they get themselves cleaned up, and they just turn out to be monsters. And I hope that this can happen with him, and hopefully he'll get himself healthy, and um, and he'll go somewhere and and be a a, a good serious player. Coach, he has the ability. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and you know, Detroit. You know, losing these two guys could really change the complexion of that team. Oh yeah, oh yeah, without a, without a doubt, without a doubt. And you know, um, Terrace Knighton is on this list, and um, Terrace Knight was once a Jacksonville Jaguar, and since right. he's been with uh, with the Denver Broncos, um, I still think he can play. At a high level, uh, he, he was a, one of the forces on the Denver Broncos defense throughout the entire season last year. So I know he can still play, and and if he can get with the right right team, I think he can he can really uh, find some more production from this man. Well, coach, I think there's a lot of guys uh, out on this list that uh, may be willing to go back to the team that they were free agents with after they test the water. And realize, hey, you know, I'd like to stay here. I've got my family here. Uh, my kids are in school here. Maybe I sign for uh, a half a million dollar less a year or whatever, uh, but stay right where I'm at. 
Yeah. And, you know, uh, Coach, when we see players like um, Vince Wolfolk, he's another one of these guys that, you know, if, if, if you started watching football in, say, um, if you started watching football around 1999, um, you, you know this guy. You've seen him throughout his entire career with one team. Oh yeah, and it's just going to be very. It's going to be very difficult to see uh, Wolfolk play for anybody else, and and it may not surprise me if he does retire. Um, at the end, if he does retire. Just just say hey, that's enough. Uh, <clears throat> well, he's already kind of made it plain, coach, that he doesn't want to play for anybody but Belichick, and uh, I mean that's the deal. You know, you uh, he, he's probably been smart enough to lay up some chips, and I, I hope he has. And, uh, you know, nice to go out with a, a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, and, uh, but one of the things I found, Coach, is um, these guys don't quit. They literally have to be kicked out. I mean, you, you literally have to can't be able to walk to the front door of the building or they just tell you, hey, you can't come back. They yeah. just don't quit. I mean, because where else are you going to find a job? That's going to pay you three or four hundred thousand dollars a week, or six six or seven hundred thousand dollars every two weeks. It's just that just doesn't happen. No, you know, and this man they say New England will save eight point, and they're going to save eight million dollars against the salary cap by releasing uh, Wolfolk. Now yeah. he was going to make eight million dollars this year. It's only sixteen weeks in a season. So he was literally making $500,000 a week. Where is he going to get a job where he's going to make $500,000 a week? No, but the old man time, we talked about it, catches up with us all, Coach. I know. And I hope that's he why, lays some That's why, Coach, most of these guys, they have to, someone has to knock on the door. Hey, it's 6 in the morning. Hey, coach needs to see you and bring your playbook. Yeah, that's that's when they know, you know. That, that, and you usually get cut in, in camp, and uh, and that's when these that's how these guys are. They just don't quit. They 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 play until they can't play anymore, or they just can't walk to the building. You know. Um, so I I I I, I really think Wolfolk will be signing with somebody. Um, who knows? Maybe it, it might be the Dolphins. It might be the Jaguars. Yeah. But I, I see him signing with somebody. Yeah. Well, sure. what about uh, Ted Molitor? Uh, I can't ever say his name. Yeah, from uh, the Steelers, Coach. Does he come back or not? I don't think he comes back. I really, I think Troy Polamalu. Yeah. I think Troy Polamalu has probably um, played, his, played his last games. You know, but at the same time, you know, somebody will take a chance on him at at safety. But I, I just, I think he's um, done. He, he's 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 one of those guys that has lost a little bit with speed. You know, I think we've probably seen the last of him. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I'm not so sure. You know, but you know, coach, there's there's stories about uh, Darrell Rivas that the New England Patriots are not going to sign, resign Darrell Rivas. Now, I think that's a big mistake if they don't re-sign Darrell Reeves. I don't get it, Coach. I, I mean, really, 
he was the solid back there. He was the guy. To yeah, me, yeah. that's what made them Super Bowl contenders. Not their offense, not uh, uh, Tom Brady, not, you know, to me, their defense wasn't great, but it was just solid enough because of Revis that you couldn't just score at will. He was going to, like you said, shut down the second or the first receiver and make you pound the ball to win. Yeah. Yeah. And and when we look at this guy, Darrell Revis, though, I'm telling you, he's one of the most clever businessmen we've seen in this league. I mean, when when you when you look at the kind of money that that he he's taken in the last couple of years, coach, it's it's crazy. You know, I yeah, I mean, and, and now he's 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 looking at looking to pick up like twenty million on an option. Yeah, that's a lot of money. And yeah, and I'm sure that's what what uh, Belichick and them are looking at. Yeah, you know, and coach, I guess we need to talk about some of these players that are going to be cut tomorrow. And they're going to be casualties of the salary cap. Um, we've already seen um, um, Howie Long's son, um, Jake yeah. Long. He's been cut cut from the Rams. Um, we know that – well, I don't know this, but I just got a feeling that Jay Cutler will not be with the Chicago Bears um, tomorrow night after – Tomorrow night, I think they're going to get rid of him. I think they're going to they're going to cut him. They're going to let him go. Brandon Marshall has already um, left the left the Bears. Uh, who did he go to? You remember? No, I don't remember. Yeah. But I did see he's, he's gone. with the Jets. Brandon Marshall yeah. is assigned with the Jets. Yeah. So um, I don't I don't see Jay Cutler staying around um, with with the Bears. Maybe. Maybe the Jets should try to get Cutler. Well, well, hey, you know, you got to wonder um, who are the Jets going to be um, going to have that quarterback? They have Brandon Marshall now. They got um, um, they got Eric Decker on the other side, and I yeah. just don't see um, Geno Smith being the key um, to that. We already know that Michael Vick is probably definitely not going to be coming back to the team. He's a free agent. Uh, so it's 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 going to be interesting to see what what happens. Well, I've I've never seen a year that hadn't broken out so much like this, uh, because when we start talking about the draft, coach, you know, um, the Jets. the The rumor is is that uh, uh, Chip Kelly's talking about to the Jets about uh, letting him slip in there and get uh, Marcus. So it'll be interesting. The Jets, uh, Chip Kelly. Who's he looking to get? He wants to get uh, Marcus, uh, the, his quarterback, from back in the day. He's trying to move up into the Jets spot so that the Jets uh, will move down to their spot. And him. Oh, he wants Mariota. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. You know, and you, you know what? You know what Chip Keller reminds me of? He reminds me of um, Steve Spurrier. And the Washington Redskins. Steve Spurrier literally tried to bring every Florida Gator he could on that team, and it didn't work. I mean, it was it was a horrible disaster, and uh, and it ran Steve Spurrier out of the league. He didn't last three years, and I kind of get the feeling that this may be the the downfall 
of um of Chip Kelly. If 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 this if this backfires on him and he ends up winning four games this year or six games this year, this probably is gonna run him back to college football. And this is the last year of his suspension from college football too. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's so, interesting. Coach. You know, maybe he's just trying to sabotage this Philadelphia Eagle team so next year he can go back to college football. <laughs> That's a pretty yep. good uh, business plan. That that could that, that I think that might be what um what Chip is thinking about, Coach. Yeah. Well, Coach, you, everybody's saying that the first draft pick is definitely Winston. Well, it's Run loves the guy and wants him. You know, the one thing about the draft coaches is still some time between now and the draft. We're going to hear more and more stories. You know, um, this kid, uh, Leonard Williams, who's come from out of nowhere, as far as I'm concerned. He's right here from Daytona Beach, about 30 minutes from where I live at, Mainland High School. But he was born in, um, in, in Los California. Angeles, California. So I was wondering what was the connection with him going to USC, leaving Florida, going all the way to California and playing football. But uh, his name keeps popping up and getting higher and higher on the draft list. It was a couple of days ago. He was maybe around four or five, and now you see his name at two going to the Titans. Well, you and I both know that Levy Smith more, loves defense more than anything, and I just don't know if he has enough confidence in – and Jameis Winston to take him at number one and leave a, a 308-pound, 6'3 defensive tackle out there that just could be a, a dominant player. Well, I, from all I've heard, Coach, that Lovey Smith has made it known to everybody in the organization that he wants uh, Winston as his quarterback. So, uh, you know, and that may, may be not true, but that's what's the – the talking heads are saying that he's saying. Yes. I think the next one is is Mark. Uh, if Leonard Williams goes next, I think that Chip Kelly will get his chance. I think he'll end up with uh, Jets. Uh, I think the Jets will switch out for Kelly and their uh, draft choice in the future, and definitely get. Uh, Marcus, because I, I think the Titans definitely want Leonard Williams, because like you said, he's such a definitely specimen at defensive tackle. And uh, the Jags have said they definitely want this Dante Fowler, this outside linebacker. And uh, the Raiders have all said, everybody's saying the Raiders want a receiver, a wide receiver first. And so uh, it's either good for them. They're saying it's either going to be Kevin White or uh, the the kid Cooper from Alabama. So it's be interesting those first four or five picks. Uh, you know, uh, the Redskins are definitely saying they want either this offensive tackle Brandon uh, uh, Shelford or this uh, Vic uh, Beasley outside linebacker. So I could actually see the Jets having a shot at getting Marcus if uh, Chip is willing to pay the price. I just can't see. Um, I just can't see the Philadelphia Eagles moving from twenty to sixteen 
That's a big jump. They'd have to almost give away the house, and they've already gave away the house when they gave away LaShawn McCoy. They'd have to give away a whole lot to move up that far, and I, I just don't see it. Unless Chip Kelly's sabotaging his team so he can go back to college and coach football coach. I'm not sure. Well, it'll be interesting, I think, Daryl, to see if, in fact, uh, he goes in the way of a quarterback because I think that we're going to see some quarterbacks make some shift here right here at the end. Uh, them signing, like we talked earlier, of uh, this Mark uh, Sanchez kid, uh, to me that says uh, uh, I would think that he's going to have uh, Mark Sanchez be the number one guy. So what does that say for Nick Foles? Well, I, I think Nick Foles is definitely going to prove Chip Kelly to be wrong. He's a much better quarterback than Sanchez. Um, he's much more of what the NFL is looking for as, as a pure pocket passer. Um, I, I hope Nick Foles leaves because I don't think Chip, Chip Kelly wants him around. You know, but I think one of the things I'm looking at in this draft is a 10th pick with St. Louis. They're looking at a wide receiver. If this kid Kevin White out of West Virginia is there and they and he is what they say he is, I think that's going to make a big difference. Well, Coach, it's been another great week of Sports Info UM. I really enjoyed it. We talked a lot about free agency. talked a lot about this upcoming NFL draft. And hopefully we'll have some guests on next week to talk about the upcoming draft and talk about their draft experience. And I'm looking at Matt Patchen, a former University of Miami player coach. He says he's coming on the show. Look, we're looking forward to having you on the show, Matt. Hey, Coach, it's been great. I'll see you next week. All right, buddy. I'll see you then. All right. Take care. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.